My biggest fear would be when the first comes and I don't get the rent. I found that my tenant had dumped concrete down my toilet. Can you believe Fair Housing fined me $5,000 for that? How do you onboard your tenants? What do you do? I don't even know if I do it right. If you're a landlord, don't just rent, rent perfect. The Rent Perfect Podcast with property expert and private investigator, David Pickron. Well, hello. We're glad with you today. Welcome to the Rent Perfect Podcast. I have two very dear friends of mine today. I'm so excited because I'm sitting across the microphone from total experience. I mean, I mean, if you added up the years of experience here, there is a lot, a lot of years here. Not saying we're old, Ann. I'm not, I'm not saying we're old, but there's just a lot of good stuff here. And I think today I kind of want to talk about how this game has kind of changed a little bit and what are we doing to make sure that this game is going to be there for us in the future and maybe for our future generations like what can we do because if, i know you guys follow things going around the country we talk about it all the time crazy crazy stuff we don't want it here in arizona um, and what are we going to do about it so welcome to the rent perfect podcast it's great to have you thank you mark brower um hey you've been a landlord for a very long time property manager for 12 years. You said, hey, I'm going to go help people manage their property correctly. I'm glad to have you here. And Anne, you've had a stellar career over at Bennett, 30, 40 years over there. Uh, this, is my th- this is my 32nd year. Oh, my goodness. So we're in store for some really, really good stuff. Um, guys, give me the kind of general market that you know of here in Arizona. What's kind of going on right now? Is it, uh, it we're just getting off this eviction moratorium? And uh, we kind of took us through uh, some hard things. But do you hear anything coming into the state of Arizona that you're even worried about? We have heard that um, they're, th- they're beginning to talk about rent control. Okay. We are worried about that. And rents are going up quite a bit. And it seems to me that people could make an argument for it, even though I'm completely against it. So people are going to listen a little bit, right? Well, I think groups like and advocacy groups are the people that are going to listen to that. I don't think that landlords are going to. No, landlords are absolutely not. But these legislatures with these bleeding hearts sometimes will we'll have an open ear and listen to, to both sides, and we want to make sure they hear our side, correct? Absolutely. Mark, what about you? What do you see? It's been a crazy market for the last two years. I mean, yeah. it's a really good time to be a landlord. Absolutely. You know? And um, uh, we've seen... Huge players come into the market in the last five to ten years that weren't there before. We've seen a lot of landlords make a lot of money. Everybody's got equity. Rents have moved up much faster than any of us could have predicted. Um, so it's really favorable for the landlord on one side, um, but it's been really tough for a lot of renters. And so there's some pressure there. Um, sometimes people want to use the law to, you know, uh, sort of deliver an outcome that they're not seeing that the marketplace is delivering. Yeah, and the reality is, as as landlords, property managers, we, we don't want to see homelessness. We don't want to see people that can't afford housing. But we have to come up with a solution that works for everybody. And I think every time the government comes up with a solution, it seems to work for them, and it kind of works against us. And I think, Mark, we had a conversation earlier where it seems like everything they do actually is counterintuitive of what they're trying to do. 
it has the exact opposite effect. Absolutely, Dave. So take in case in point in Portland, we were talking about Portland. Right. So Portland, you have to pay a resident, even at the end of your lease, a landlord has to pay a huge amount of money for a resident to leave that property. Right. And so I've had phone calls, multiple phone calls from investors saying, I'm selling my properties in Portland. I'm coming to Phoenix. How can you help me? And so it occurs to me that that when you use the law to say, okay, we want to help the disenfranchised. We want to help the resident that wasn't expecting to move, shouldn't have to incur the cost to move. So we're going to pass a law and force the landlord to pay for that. Now an adverse reaction, which is contrary to their intended purpose of making life better for the resident, is now they have less supply of rental homes in Portland, driving rents even higher and people are coming to this state instead. Yeah, and, and investors aren't flocking to Portland to, to buy those properties and, and rent them out. You're right. So it's having just the opposite. I know in Northern California right now, they're talking about making it where a landlord cannot sell their property for three years because they don't want people selling their property because they need rental housing. But what if you're losing money? What if you have an emergency situation as a landlord? You need to sell the property. They're, they're thinking about passing laws stopping you from selling it just seems crazy. We talk about Louisville, you know, a criminal person with a criminal history is a protected class in Louisville. And, you know, we can say, hey, we're in Arizona, or you could say out there, hey, I'm in Alabama, I'm in Florida, you know, it's great here. But it's like a cancer. Once it starts somewhere, people start going, oh, let's just do something. Sometimes people just want to do something, yeah. let alone the right thing. And so there's a very good chance that, uh, that some of this stuff is going to be knocking on our doorstep. And my question to you guys who are huge people in this industry in Arizona is, what are we doing to make sure this stuff is getting stopped at the door and not letting into, you know, our legislature? What is going on in the state of Arizona that other states should be doing and paying attention to, too? Well, there's no question there's just this sweeping wave of maybe sort of anti-landlord sentiment across the country. And, and it's like, okay, are we going to wait uh, until, you know, so I had a lobbyist tell me recently, well, you know, people don't do anything until they get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. And then they wake up and they say, oh, we need to do something. But are we going to wait? Are, 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 is Arizona going to wait until that happens? Are most states in the country that don't have these urgent issues jumping up and down on our table, are we going to wait until that happens? Or is the time now to lay the groundwork to establish you know, here's what we want to see. Here are the solutions to these housing issues that are win-win right? instead of let's just take property rights away from landlords. Yeah, so as, as landlords, all of us as landlords, we're doing background checks and we're getting information in the past so we can predict the future, right? So why right now wouldn't we sit around as a group and predict the future, seeing all of this going around us, knowing that, Instead of waiting to get punched in the face, this is coming. Let's get ahead of it. So what are we doing to get ahead of it here? So Mark and I are members of the National Association of Residential Property Managers, uh, NARPM for short. And we are, in, we're, we are forming a state chapter right now um, that one of our primary goals is, to, is the legislative piece. Our goals are to meet with our legislators, to tell them, listen to we listen to our colleagues that are in uh, Oregon, Washington, California that are dealing with some of these issues that they're trying to bring to Arizona, and listen to 
how it hasn't been successful, how it has been more harmful than helpful. And let's, okay, maybe we do need to make some changes. We're not against change, but let's moderately and fairly make change, not go um, to the extreme right or left and um, put the onus, which it seems like it most typically is, on the landlord. Well, I, I love to hear that, Anne, because I feel like as one landlord out there, 16 properties, little guy, right? I don't feel like I have any kind of say or power or authority by myself. I would love to go down there and kick and scream and, and stand in front of the committees. I don't think they'd listen to me. But I think collectively, if we can all get on board and collectively join a NARPM, and there's other associations out there, too, where we can get together and, pow- and be the powerhouse in this industry and convince them that, like you said, we're willing to make it right. I mean, with, without renters, we're out of a job. We need renters, right? And we need win-wins. We need to help them. We need to help our investors. And a lot of this pricing is out of our control. I mean, I, di- I wasn't the one who set the pricing. I'm just rolling with the whole economy and so i don't feel like i'm not this bad landlord that charges a bunch of high rent i'm i'm going on with the way the economy's working but if we need to change something i am up and for changing because i'm in this business for the long haul i want to pass this down to my kids i want my kids to you know be a property manager or be a landlord and so i think it's in our best interest that we solve this together but we need to be at the table we need to be and we used to be at the table but now we're passing these things in the middle of the night um, people think that, uh, you know, they have better ideas that have never even been on our side of the table. And that is what makes me upset as I see some of the stuff going, have you talked to even one landlord out there would tell you that that is a terrible idea. Absolutely. And what we see is the landlords are not adverse to addressing some of the issues in our industry. Um, in the single family, it's an excellent point, Dave, when you were talking, I thought, you know, the individual landlord that, that Ann and I represent as our client and that provides this housing for renters. They are often a single investment property. You own 16. Mm-hmm. Most of my clients own one property. It's a cornerstone of their eventual retirement plan for them and their family. They don't have a lot of money. They, they're not excessively wealthy. You know, sort of this kind of big bad landlord picture right. that, that's tempting to paint and try to influence laws because, well, this is just a wealthy individual oppressing renters. It's not the case. And in fact, we have a really powerful opportunity if we can coalesce, if we can bring together the individual landlord. The problem is individual landlords busy. They feel like they don't have a voice. So how do we pull these voices together that really matter, that can have influence at the legislature? The individual that has one property that's part of their retirement, they want to do the right thing, they don't want to be a slumlord. How do we pull these people together, make it easy for their voice to be heard at the Capitol, instead of just sitting by the wayside and feeling like, I'm not empowered to make any change. I, I, I don't like what's going on, but I can't do anything. So that's the call that we're trying to answer as a state chapter of NARPM and saying, let's not wait to get punched in the face. Let's give our individual good people, landlords, a voice. And if necessary, let's put together a political action committee. And just so that when lawmakers, if they're constituents or to be a hero for the, for the, the grieved, right. if they come out and they say, 
we're going to pass rent control. We want the first thought to go through their head is, I'm going to get a call from NARPM, or I'm going to get a call from this coalition here, right. and and maybe I should rethink that. Right. I, I, I love that because I look at myself during the day running a few companies. I have my properties on the side, but they are my side gig. They are my side. They're not my every day, think about 24 hours a day. Where you guys in your position are in this real estate business 24 hours a day, you're the people I trust to be at the Capitol for me. I don't trust me to be at the Capitol. I'll have something come up or, you know, I'm, I'm just, it's not my priority as a small landlord. And so I want us small landlords to support organizations like yours, property managers to support organizations like NARPM that say, hey, if we can throw you 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 100 bucks, and you can go down there and save my investments into the future, why wouldn't I be part of that? Sign me up today, right? I mean, rents are up. We talked about it. We should be making more money than we've ever made as landlords. Not proud of that, not saying we're ripping people, not saying any of that, but I'm just saying the market is in our favor at this point. It can change at any time. Why not give that extra little bit to an association that protects what means so much to us? You know, because we're not going to as small landlords. We have our days are full. We're doing our other things. And so I really appreciate what you guys are putting together. And I want to help you any way I can. And if you're outside of Arizona, um, every state needs to be thinking about this. They need to be getting people together. And whether it's the Realtor Association, the Apartment Management Association, everyone needs to get together on this. Because this is a big, big thing coming, and one or two people cannot stop this train. And, and we are reaching out. Um, this is a good example of Mark and I here today with you. Uh, we want to hear from the individual landlords, and we want to hear from uh, the AMA and um, other, like you said, um, ESRIA, other associations. We do want to band together because we will be stronger we know that we'll be stronger together, um, and we need to hear the other viewpoints as well. Right. The, um, you hear this all the time in property management, but we want to be um, proactive, not reactive. And that's one of the reasons why Mark and I chose to really get involved with our state chapter, because um, we, we don't want to be sitting in our offices reacting to some law that recently got passed that now we have to change our policies and procedures or we have to reach out to all of our landlords and say, okay, now we have to do this even though it may or may not be in your best interest. And I think, and I think the laws within Arizona are, are part of our responsibility. And if we wake up one morning and there's something that came down the pike that we didn't do anything about, we let it go through without any resistance or any input. I don't think we can complain about it. I don't think we can sit there and say, oh, I can't believe they did this. What did you do? You know, and that's what I love about associations and getting together. So do, do property managers or landlords, do they join the local chapters of NARPM to support the state chapter? Or how, how can we support the state chapter to get enough funds to start this pack to get really this moving in the state of Arizona? Well, we think that individual landlords, there's a lot of great DIY landlords, and there's got a lot of great resources to help individual landlords. Um, um, but if you're a landlord and you can use the services of a property manager, try to connect with a NARPM member property manager because they care more about the industry. And then for all property managers out there that are not yet members of NARPM, please join. 
be part of our mission. Um, it doesn't cost a lot to join. And the more property managers we can have part of NARPM that serve more landlords, if we have 100 property managers, members of NARPM, and they on average serve 100 landlords, now we have 10,000 voices that if we have a call to action that comes in, we can organize that information, disseminate it, give a link to 10,000 landlords, individual landlords that have more sway or more pool at the capital and make our voice heard. But also, you know, eventually as we start our fundraising mechanism, it won't cost a lot. Maybe, you know, regular contributions of 10 to $100 at a time that will allow us to have continuity and retaining the right lobbyists. So the political landscape is complex, very, you know, you know, very much there's thousands of bills that get introduced every year. And the reason we kind of hear about it after the fact is it takes a lot of time to read all those bills and to have the influence and know the committee leaders and and to have influence with individual politicians that you donated to their you know <laughs> campaign originally. Right. So so we've got to get a lobbyist. We've got to get somebody that knows people at the Capitol. So we need those funds. And and if you're an individual mm-hmm. landlord and you are not associated with a property manager or property management company. Reach out to your legislator. Be connected with your legislator because they um, they want to. They actually do want to hear from us, and they need to get all of these emails that say, "Hey, please don't vote for this," or "Please do vote for this." And that's how you can make your voice heard. If you're just a, we call them onesie twosies, right? Um, and you, but you're, and you're doing it yourself. It's your side hustle, like you said. Right. Uh, you don't have to do it through an association or, or your property manager. You can go straight to your legislator and uh, communicate with them and, and make your voice heard. Too. I think it would be easier for me to just jump on the NARPM bandwagon. But I, I get what you're saying. But I'm, I want to convince everybody to just jump on the NARPM bandwagon. Um, whether you use a property manager or not, find a way to support. Now, I'm going to ch- switch gears a little bit because I want to put a little plug in for NARPM. I mean, I, I love, I've been part of NARPM for a long, long time. And I hire a lot of people and I go through a lot of interviews at my companies. I hire a lot of contractors and I go through kind of who I like. And sometimes I'm right in my assessment and sometimes I absolutely blow it. So I've met people or I've interviewed people and I've thought, man, these guys are going to be fantastic. And they've ended up being train wrecks. And I've interviewed people and said, oh, I'm going to take a chance on them not feeling great. They've ended up being the best contractors or the best employees ever. It's no different when you're interviewing property managers. You meet them, you talk to them, you like them, but you never really know. I can tell you if a property manager is part of NARPA, I can tell you they're connected I can tell you they know what they're doing. They're getting all the resources from you guys that they need. That when the laws change, that they can protect me. If you're looking for a property manager and you're the DYI, okay, the DYI, do it yourself, right, landlord. If you're done playing the, the by-yourself game and you want to go get a property manager, make sure they're part of NARPM because that right there will be better than any interview you ever interview with them if you know who they're associated with. If they're associated with Mark and with Ann, I know they know what they're doing, and I know they're, they're smart in their job. And so I'm telling all of our investors out there, when you're ready to hire a property manager, make sure they're part of NARPM. That should be part of your interview process. 
It is that important because I know a lot of property managers and I know ones that are part of NARPM and I know ones that aren't part of NARPM. I'm going to NARPM all day long. So we appreciate all that you guys are doing. We appreciate the forward-looking thinking, the protection. And, and it's interesting. I'm not a property manager, but you guys want to protect me. And I really appreciate that. So when I'm ready to wind this down and be done dealing with tenants, you know I'm coming to you to say, here, put me on autopilot. I'm out of here, right? So I really appreciate that. Anything else Thank to add time. here? Yeah, just uh, revisiting some a point you made earlier, I just think it's so true. I don't, I don't think it can be overstated that often when legislators are left to their own devices and they're blown by the winds of public opinion or popular public opinion trying to be the hero, often the policies they put in place have the adverse reaction to what they're actually intending to do. So, you know, like pay, the landlords fleeing Portland is a great example. When you, when you impose too many restrictions on what should be private, pri private individuals making legal, lawful, honest decisions about trading and, and, in, and exchanging dollars for services, dollars for renting a house, you start imposing things, uh, restrictions on that. It has the adverse reaction of often limiting the protected class or the class you're trying to protect by limiting their opportunities, limiting the landlords are going to go somewhere else. I look at the past, and I look, when we used to create these laws, we brought everybody to the table. We had meeting after meeting. We brought in landlords. We brought in associations. How is this going to affect you if we turn? How the, it is not done like that anymore, and that is ruining our laws. This overnight making decisions to be the hero, you know. Have you guys ever been in a meeting or somewhere where someone has an idea, and it goes down the road, and someone says, oh, I like that idea, I like that idea, I like that idea, I like that idea, and gets to somebody and says, well, actually... That's, I like the idea, but have you ever thought about that would cause this or this? And then it goes back, oh, that's right, oh, that's right, oh, that's right. And next thing you know, that really good idea wasn't such a good idea because one person stood up and said, hey, have you guys looked at it like this? You know, I wonder sometimes if in our legislature, some of the more powerful legislatures get their project and everybody else just kind of doesn't think about it and just says, oh, they must know. And we need to make sure they know our side. So not to beat that in the ground, not to turn around uh, uh, what we've already talked about today. It's been a wonderful discussion. Um, Mark, how can they get a hold of you if they want to become a member of a NARPM, um, donate? How, how do people say, okay, I'm watching this podcast. What do you want me to do next? Yeah, I've been thinking about that as we've been talking. And I think what Ann and I would like to do, not only just um, serve the landlords, but also the DIY landlords like you that are saying, hey, we want to be, we want to contribute. If there's an opportunity to contribute, we trust you guys. You're going to get the right lobbyist that advocates for our interests because there right. is no other organization. Asri is doing a fantastic job in their own sphere, but the professional property managers. So people, I'm okay if they email me directly and let's start a list of even DIY landlords that want to do it on their own, but they'd like to be part of supporting this, you can email me at mark at markrent, M-A-R-K, at M-A-R-K-R-E-N-T dot com. I know I'm going to regret putting my email out there. I'm going to get some <laughs> spam out of this. But please, and you know, with in the spirit of let's pull a coalition together, let's pull a newsletter together, let's give people an opportunity to contribute if they want to, um, feel free to reach out to me. I'm the president for 2022, 
and and we'll we'll start gelling and pulling all this together this year. Well, awesome, Anne. Thank you. It's always good to see you. Thanks for bringing your expertise, Mark. Awesome. Thank you so much, and we hope that thank you, you will us. be part of the bigger organization to keep this industry the best industry in the world. And I really believe that we are in the best industry in the world. Let's protect that. And until next time, continue to rent. Perfect.